All right, guys. Hey. What's up? Welcome to Power, Power Hour. Hour. So, Dorothy, do you want to explain what Power Hour is? So, Power Hour is our version of Hot Topics, Rumor Report, or Bullshit. Yeah. Or getting into some facts. Getting into some things. So, if you have been a listener for the last four, five episodes... episodes yeah. Um, you'll know that we've been talking about our life, yeah. but now we're ready to talk about the bullshit that people can relate on women, yeah. men, anyone. Yeah. Okay. Anyone. So, um, power hour, that's what it's going to be. So if you hear us say power hour, we are talking about some things. We're getting into some we're things. We're getting into some things. So speaking of some getting into some things, Stephanie, why don't you tell them what we getting into? So, so we're talking about toxic ass friendships you know ladies and men even though men don't probably want to admit to it they, they got all, some toxic they're toxic too. they're toxic and you also want to hit it in there is your man cheating on you and do you, you want to know? know or girl girlfriend girl, girl, so if your partner is cheating on you do are you the type of person that wants to know that's so, this week's topic let's get into toxic friendships because we've all fucking had them yes i've had a toxic friendship that was so bad i i didn't i didn't know if we were friends or if we were dating <laughs> it was just, i was arguing more with that friend than i did with my actual boyfriend um i know steph you've had toxic friendships girl i mean i like uh to mention my age because i feel it's so important for women to be proud of like mm-hmm. their age and where they are in life because i feel like sometimes now more than ever it's like the thing is to be young. Ageism, like, yeah, ageism, it's a thing. Like, ageism it's a thing. is a thing. So, anyways, I'm 30, and I can honestly say that I still be kicking bitches to the curve. You and just did, I, not too long ago. So, <laughs> um, that's where I'm at with it. So, yeah, I've definitely had toxic situations as far as like the friends that I've had in my life. And I, I think Sana has had one that's of the it. most toxic friendships. I think I've had one toxic friendship that hurt us, all of us. That hurt all of us. But I think the rest of them are just like we just have toxic moments. I've had mm-hmm. toxic moments. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, sometimes I'm a toxic friend. But not in the way, which I'm glad we're doing this, mm-hmm. because we get to see all perspectives. Yeah. But I'm the toxic friend because I'm one of those people that I'll just disappear. Mm-hmm. And some, for some people in friendships, that don't work. That's not, that's not okay. So my friends have to be very okay with the fact that I like being alone. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, my core group of friends, mm-hmm. they understand that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I get new friends who don't understand that, I become the toxic friend i can say just from speaking from my perspective but then my sister stephanie doesn't even realize it but she just changed my train of thought because i said i said in a few episodes like i'm in a place now where my friends are my family they feel what i feel yeah. they're in the trenches with me when i lost my father and even my aunt they all checked on me individually showed yep. up and showed out yep. for me yep. and i love them for that um but then stephanie saying that she recently had to kick a friend to have curved that she thought was a fam like a family friend yeah it it you just never Never know. You never know. So let's talk about the signs of a toxic Sick friend right. in general. For me, it's not showing up for me. So for me, it's dry hate. Like I, oh. didn't, even, I didn't even understand. What, <laughs> I didn't even understand what the what Dorothy explained this to me recently. I, I didn't did. know that there's really a such thing as like dry hate. And I was shocked that you didn't know that that existed <laughs> because that's been happening to you, you know, your, your whole life. life. And you know what for me is, I think because I'm just so fucking nice. And I yeah. just want to believe the best in everybody. everybody. Yeah. And that is a struggle for me. And uh, that's a different conversation later as far as like mm-hmm. people that are even closer to me that I feel like shouldn't be dry hating, but they're fucking dry haters. So anyways, uh, that is some of the signs that yeah. I have with my toxic friendships where they make it seem like they're really about you. But like when they're not in front of you, like they're saying like slick shit. So for your for Dorothy, it's showing up. Uh-huh. For you, it's dry it's hate, dry and hating. for me, it's intentions. Mm-hmm. I never really can read people's intentions mm-hmm. sometimes. And me and Stephanie have a mutual close friend. She's really Stephanie's best friend, but she's also really close to me. Who told me that she feels like sometimes people feel that they that I'm a good person, mm-hmm. so they leech onto me. Yeah, and I can't always see their yeah. like intentions yeah. Intentions. with my friendship yeah. uh-huh. um and so yeah i think okay i'm gonna bring up a dry hater situation me and my homegirls we were going to the club and out of my friend group i guess you can say in that time um i was just very like secure with myself like i would go up to the guys and talk to them i would be super flirtatious and stuff like that and the friend that was coming on this little club night she was just like me. Like, we were just just alike. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that my confidence would bother her. 
And I remember one time, a friend of everyone, she told me that my outfit wasn't right for the night. She told me that. And I was looking at people in tennis shoes. But she <laughs> she said to me. But can we be honest? That happens to all of us. All the time. All the time. All the time. Like, bitches be like, oh, why are you so overdressed? No, this is not overdressed. Right. This is me. This is me. Like, I'm sorry that you think, like, a basic-ass outfit and some tinnies is an outfit. I'm no offense because I know some girl, girls I know are totally like feel that. more comfortable But it's like, way, you, but, but you can't make me feel bad. Right. Because I choose to wear a heel. And she did that shit to me. And she wasn't my best friend. She was the best friend of one of my friends. So it's like, bitch. Bitch, you are not allowed yeah. to tell me anything. And honestly, I had I've had sisters my whole life, as you guys could tell. So if you're close to me, you're allowed to tell me those things. Mm-hmm. Like because I know sisters do that. We too. do that. We trained each other, but we that. didn't have that that ver- that 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 relationship. That relationship. Yeah. And I felt like it was such a hater ass move. Yeah. And. And that whole time, I just ever since then, I just looked at her as a fucking hater. And she turned out to be a hater. So, yeah, that was my dry hating situation. Sammy, what's your dry hating? Oh, I have a few. Oh, I have a lot. Because I kind of guess, like you guys just mentioned, I guess this always happened around me with the people that I called my friends. Mm-hmm. Or the people that were, I called my friends. Friend. And I just, I guess I ignored or it. Or friendish. Um, oh, let's see here. Mm, I can think of one vividly. Let's see, which is the one that I had to drop not too long ago. There was two actually in the same year. No, one in one year following next year. Anyways, um, maybe my 20th birthday, um, Sana and one of my best friends, you know who you are, love you to death. You guys came to surprise me in Florida. Yeah. Uh, for my oh, birthday. I remember this. Um, I remember just talking about it and being so excited and how there had to be a particular like dress code. For the mm. girls to wear, I wanted all the girls to wear black. I see where this is going. I was the only one that was supposed to wear a certain color. Now, even though that was followed, I remember one of the girls in particular, which you know now I cut off, and she, I thought, was a real good friend because she was close to mom's age. And I thought that was like a big sister, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember there was things like when I was saying, oh, you have to wear a heel. Why do I got to wear a heel? Like, mm. Like, girls, just show It's up. the it's fucking just, rule, like, bitch. The rule. I told you, you need to wear a heel, so like, wear a heel. And it doesn't have to be a four or five inch stiletto, but whatever is a heel to you. If you wanted to wear a fucking wedge, like, wear it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's the fact that I wanted women to be on that, like, sexy in the city vibe that, mm-hmm. you know, you get dressed up. So I felt like that was a dry, hating ass moment because she made it about her. Can we just really talk about that, birthday. though, for one second? It if it's someone's birthday, you do not get to create rules. You don't get to create an itinerary on someone else's day. Either you just follow the fucking rules or you do not go. So rule number one for the toxic French trait of power dry, hour <laughs> for dry hating is you don't get to make the rules for someone else's day. Show up. And stand by. This is such a problem in girl oh. community. It is. And so, like, you show up to a party on someone's birthday and be like, well, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? If you have that negative ass energy, because I have best friends who have had birthday trips and they felt like their trips were ruined yeah. because yeah. of people didn't want to follow the dress code. People didn't want to do this. People didn't want to do that. If it is not your vibe, don't come. Sit out. And me and Dorothy are this way. Like, I get scared to go on girls' trips with anyone but my sisters. Mm. I've been on a really great one recently, but I usually hate going on them because you just never know. Like people are so weird when yes. they're not your people. Yes, it's you know? so true. So, I I went on terrible girl trips, and we could talk about that later. Mm. But it actually literally scarred me um, from wanting to travel with people ever again mm-hmm. because people did what they did to Stephanie. Yeah. They fucking complained. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. people don't support you how they say they do it's true and you find that out in toxic friendships because oh here's another one because we're still in the dry hate dry hate uh i hate when you have a friend and you do something they're like you look cute with your little business where they kind of give you a compliment Mm. but they down it um, be careful of the word reason? little. No, oh, that's not that that something that happened to oh, me. But I'm just saying, say. I see that all the time. But it, I think she's yeah. saying the word wordplay, little, word oh. little. Yeah, and I'm people starting. Yeah, give you compliments but play it down. Right. Or like, oh, your car is nice, but my man bought mine. Like, right. Yeah. Backwards right. compliments. Yeah. Are like 
you one know of what? The biggest signs of a dry hating friend. I've definitely dealt with those type of situations where some where I'd be like, "Oh, I got promoted. Oh, so you're still at the same job." basically bitch it don't matter if i'm at the same motherfucking job job. bitch i got promoted let's celebrate that if you don't want to celebrate that then you're a fucking hater you are that's how i feel like i I think at this point ladies we're in and men we're in a a stage right now where it is so hard for people to be happy for other people genuinely yeah and sometimes you don't even notice that people are behaving that way um i know some like it took for like my sister said she just learned about dry hate recently because she had been dealing with the hate for so long she didn't even realize that it was fucking hate until she tried to tell me the story and i'm like fuck no that person is definitely coming for you you. like don't like either address it because you know let's talk about it you don't always need to drop a friend some friends don't always need to get dropped they just need to be corrected right there needs to be a line drawn so they know what not to cross right you have to set boundaries with people and the people that love you will rise to those standards that you set Uh the people who didn't really fuck with you and from the beginning will walk away Mm -hmm. so set boundaries Watch how many real ones stick around. Mm-hmm. Because the people who really fuck with you are not going to be bothered by a boundary. They'll respect it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. And that and that's some real shit because I had a friend who actually didn't start off being my friend. We were just associates. And I, t- I'm, I was the one who kind of told her, like, your friends treat you like shit. Like, you know what I mean? So if you also see it happening it might not be happening to you but if it's happening to a close friend of yours definitely let them know because some people don't even know that they're in a toxic friendship or relationship until you even make it clear to them and 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 with that being said i want to go into sauna talking about intentions well before i get into intentions i just really want to highlight something um because about boundaries because i Mm -hmm. think it's so important Mm -hmm. i posted something recently on instagram where it was like the things you say to a friend when you set boundaries and the right response Mm -hmm. so like for instance if you tell someone i need space their only response should be i'm happy for to give you space that you need Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be questioning you right what happened or like i know a lot of people deal with this it's hard when you have when you're at different stages in your life as your friends Mm -hmm. like some of them are married some of you are single and struggling so like here's a big one you say i don't have money for that like somebody's like only response is it should be like okay i respect that Mm -hmm. thank you for telling me not making you feel bad about it yeah boundaries are something that you should set for people so they know where how far to go with you or pressuring people because i'm this is a i'm gonna be real with myself I used to be the friend because I worked really hard. I, you know, I worked multiple jobs. Um, and I had a boyfriend who <laughs> looked out for me. Mm. So I would pressure friends sometimes. I feel really bad about it being grown now. Oh, like, you know, like, yeah. oh, like, oh, you don't have the money. Oh, still come. I'll pay for you. Pay for you. No, it just needs to be no. If they don't want to come. You know what I mean? Then you can't pressure them and say you're going to pay for them or, you know what I mean? Because you, you don't, it, you just have to respect that person's, yeah. that, how they feel. Yeah. That is their decision. And I used to do that shit. I would try to push them to do something they didn't want to do. If I did that to you, I'm so sorry. She still does it to me. <laughs> I, I do it to my sister because it feels different. And plus, you most of the time she's trying to get me out of my comfort zone. Right, and but that's like to know about Dorothy, she's one of those friends that will try to get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and I do it to my sister, but like I'm saying, like as far as my friends go, like. I, I hated that I did because I didn't know them well enough the way I know you guys. Like yeah. they, some people are not even comfortable having people pay for them. Yeah, like that. Okay, so it's just like I'm sorry if I. I swear to God, I'm sorry. Me too. And <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done that. So in most of my friendships, I'm either the single friend or I'm the friend with no kids. And I remember when I was like a flight attendant, I was going everywhere. Like I still couldn't understand why people just couldn't pick up and do things. Mm-hmm. Like so, I would be like, "Girl, like this is an example because I post this meme on Facebook all the time." But I'm like, "Girl, let's go to Africa on Tuesday." Like, girl, I got kids. Yeah. 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 I can't just get up and go yeah. and do stuff. I gotta find a babysitter. I gotta, and I really couldn't rationalize that. So if I ever did that to you as your friend, I'm you so know worried. it's so funny that we brought up the "Come to Africa in Two Days" <laughs> meme because. Me and my sisters, we recently just started traveling with just each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
we are in a stage where most of our best day ones have kids. Yeah. And, like, even our other best friends who don't, like, they... You know, they're just not, they're not, we're, we're flighty in that way. Well, we'll go on a vacation, just choose a place and then we'll go and we'll figure it out as we go. Not everyone is like that. So, I mean, like, if that's the case for you, um, don't, and I know Sana could help a lot of people with this because she was a flight attendant. Don't wait on friends too either to do something. No, do not miss. And you know, it's crazy because our little sister Dorothy is always even though she's always younger been younger than us mentally she's always been on the same level as oh us. for sure mm-hmm. very yeah. much so but the one piece of advice that i've given her or that she's allowed me to give her is <laughs> that um i always encouraged her in her early 20s and even now with her husband to travel yeah just get up and go you you find out so much about yourself mm-hmm. you find out so much about the people around you, yeah, when you start and traveling. the world when you start traveling like i didn't even know who i was until i started traveling right because it just exposes you to so much shit and stuff yeah. and you know me and i think that's probably why she would always be to like her friends like let's go do this let's go do this because she had a big sister who was like you gotta go see who stuff. was in london one day in japan the next and even my older sister would be in jamaica and yeah. then she would fly so it was like and you want to know i'm so happy my sister brought that up because me and my husband got a lot of flack for that like my sisters really taught us. It was literally my sisters who taught Terrell and I to travel. And, you know, we get a lot of compliments from friends. They're like, Dorothy and Terrell are like always gone. We're literally mm-hmm. about to be gone in two weeks. And I got a lot of flack from that because people would say, oh, you guys got married. Just have kids. Like, why do you? Why no. do you all? And, and my thing is, like, why is it? Don't we know better by now, first of all, to be asking anyone why they don't have children? Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, is that all we're capable of? Yeah. It's just getting married and, and having, having kids. kids. Like And would you say that those are coming from some toxic friends that are toxic family and friends. And friends. And friends yeah. Because what's for you is not going to be else. for me. Yeah. And if you listen to our podcast, you know that I've spent most of my life being an adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now that I'm able to live my life for me, I'm playing catch up on things that you've probably already done. You know what I mean? And so, and also coming from the hood, they don't want people to leave the hood or see things. You know what I mean? And you know, it's crazy because, um, and Stephanie, you could speak to this too. Um, I think when people ask us like, how'd y'all make it out? How'd y'all, you know, why aren't you Mm -hmm. guys like this? Why didn't you guys, why aren't you a single, you know, teenage mom? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say even... As our mom struggled as a single mom, she exposed us to stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went to, sure. You know what I mean? We were struggling, and she made sure we got to Hawaii as kids. Uh, what people do you know have, besides people who are, like, California natives have been to Hawaii? Like, some people think right. they're exotic. Yeah. Like, my, you know, future hubby, he's, like, that was one of his first places he wanted Would to be, travel. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he said that, and he's from the freaking Caribbean, Caribbean. where people want to go and travel, right. too. Or when I was a flight <laughs> attendant, I was based in Vegas, and my home, my 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 regular Monday through Friday flight was mm-hmm. Vegas to Hawaii. So I've been yeah. to Hawaii probably 60 times. Mm-hmm. But the first time I went, like, and a lot of people knew my background, they were like, oh, my God, this is your first time in Hawaii. How do you feel? I'm like, this is not my first time in mm-hmm. Hawaii. My adopted mom made sure I got to Hawaii at 15. Right, and we so, need to give her, and we need to also give her some credit because this is also for young moms who are listening. A lot of people say, oh, I don't have money to travel. Our mom would rent a car and take us to L.A. Right. to see Huntington Beach, to do... To visit our Uncle Herb. Right, go to other other street yeah. fairs and yeah. places. You do not need thousands. You don't have to get on a plane yeah. to experience yeah. traveling. I went to so San true. Francisco with my mom when I was like 6, 17 or mm-hmm. 16. So... Like and I'm not. We're not even giving our mom enough credit because she travels a lot. She does. So I watched her travel. So like when a lot of people my age, because I'm 27, Mm -hmm. a lot of people my age are like, you know, they're like catching flights daily and things like that, and. I'm so happy for them because those were things my sister told me to do the moment I turned 18. Mm-hmm. Like, go travel. Go. It's almost weird to me if I'm not on a plane, at yeah. least every two to three months. Like, yeah. I have to be on a plane. Yeah. I have to be going somewhere or not even a plane. Like, we have to be experiencing shit. So, for ladies, like all my men, do not wait for your friends. If you want to go somewhere, fucking go. Book the yeah. trip. If, you're, if this is your sign, if you're looking for a sign to book a trip, 
This is it. Of okay. course, be careful of COVID, but yes. Okay, and um, before we get into the intentions trait of a toxic friend, I want to talk about showing up. Mm-hmm. Because I just, this just, we talked about traveling, talk about me being a flight attendant, it's just triggered for me. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, no, all of my core friends, no matter what, no matter what I've done in life, they've always supported it. Yeah. When I was rapping, they would come to my shows. Mm-hmm. When I was a flight attendant, they would email me. And I don't know, hater stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you look like you're having fun. Bring mm-hmm. me back a seashell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when I was traveling, I, even one of my friends used to call me a, a rapping flight attendant. Like, she'd be like, you on the go. <laughs> and her, her, she had her parents calling me that. So it's like showing up and supporting what, if you have a friend who every time you're making a move, they got questions. Mm-hmm. They not supporting you. They trying to figure out why, why? you doing I that. I can't stand those mm-hmm. type of friends. That's a uh. sign of a toxic friend. Uh. Because, and this ties into attentions, why I wanted to talk about this. Because I had a friend who would always like question that. And I really didn't know what she was coming from. But her intentions were good. Her delivery was just wet. And then I later had a friend who was always doing that, and she really wasn't my friend. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to kind of tell what people's intentions are. Mm-hmm. But my advice, if you're out there and you're like, dang, I'm a toxic friend. I'm listening to this. Right. And I feel like I do that to my friends. Mm-hmm. Shut up and show up. Yeah. Just yeah. support whatever it is your friend is trying to do because you're never going to know when you need that support. It, it For me, showing up, and that was one of my hardest things that I deal with with friends is because... Um, it's so hard for me. And I mentioned this like in a mental way to accept people like long term mm-hmm. because I'm just not good with that. Like my sisters always brought their friends home and stuff like that. And I just wasn't really good about that. So when I became an adult, I made it and I started making lifelong friends. I made it my duty to be the bestest friend ever. Yeah. And I fell short too. No one's perfect in friendships, but I feel like one of my biggest traits is like if show up for me the way I show up for you. If you call on me, um, I'm going to be there for you. But if I can't do the same with you, then that's going to bother me because I treat my friends just kind of like how I equate them low key to some of the struggles I've been through. Like abandonment is a real thing for all Mm -hmm. of us. And sometimes I feel like that can carry over in a friendship. Like, I don't need you to call me and text me all the time, but I need you to text me if you know I'm going through a death. Like, I need you to text me and be there for me if you know I'm going through a rough patch. Yeah. And I and yeah. I said that when I got married, too, because it's all fun and games for me to get married, and it's such a happy moment, but are you going to be the friend that will answer my phone call in the middle of the night if me and my husband can't agree on something and yeah. I need a new perspective? Yeah. Are you going to be there for me? And that's why this is important. That's why I feel like showing up and intentions go hand in hand. They really do. Because I have my best friend in the world, who you guys know, my oldest best friend that I've ever had. And she lives in a different state. And we've lived in different states from each other since we were 14. Mm -hmm. Maybe 14. And our friendship has never wavered. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because we show up when we need to. Mm -hmm. But we don't talk every day. Right. But I know her intention isn't to be like, you know, living a separate life than me. It's just that she knows when to show up and mm-hmm. when, like, it's cool for us not to go and talk. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I, so- I say sometimes I'm a toxic friend because people become friends with me and I'm not the friend that texts you every day. Right. So, but my intentions are good. Mm-hmm. I'll show up when there's, mm-hmm. when you need me to be there, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's more valuable to me. Mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. than me texting you I want to piggyback off of that, too, because even though we're saying, like, you should, like, hold your hold your friends to those high standards as mm-hmm. far as, like, showing up, mm-hmm. um, it should be like that for anybody in your life. Like, yeah. Family, Period, yeah. Friends. friends. Um, I think for me, that's why people who know me and you guys, like, you guys being my family and my sisters and my A1s, Besides you guys, you know my four A1s because they're always there no matter what. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, I'm long distance from all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I am in Florida. So I think for that, it's like just I remember specifically like, oh, my God, like with our auntie Trinisha, when she passed, each one of them called me. Mm-hmm. Each one of them. Yeah. Like, one was like, Step, are you good? All right. I just talked to Sana. All right. So I know you're coming. If you need anything, let me know. One of them calls me. 
another friend. You already know who I'm talking about. The one in Texas. Mm-hmm. She calls me. Mm-hmm. Are you good? If you need me. Like, those are just, like, true, like, friends. True friends. Yeah. I mean, had you talked to them the day before that? Or the day before no. that? No. And that's what I'm saying. But so they do that is, show I up. guess I get where you're saying intentions yeah. and showing up do come hand in hand. Because I know for me, I'm not the best of... Well, I think we all have this in common where we're not necessarily calling them every day. Or I'm not. But yeah. that's just how I am. I be in my right. own zone. I be in my mm-hmm. own world. Um, and but, I appreciate our friends for understanding that that's a thing that's for us. That we, we, we probably they, won't call you in a month or yeah. even a few weeks, but yeah. we love you. And, and to me, that was just to hear that from not only see to see that from all four of them when our auntie passed. And then a month later, our father passes. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting the same energy. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, ugh, those are the type of friends you should have. Because some, honestly, like, I didn't even get that from some family members. Like, yeah. Like, it, oh, yeah. It's sad to say, I, 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 there was one particular family member where his response was like, oh, well, I didn't even think you were close with your father. You didn't talk about your father like that. So, like, I didn't th- But that's, yeah. So, I'm like, because you thought that, though, that still wasn't a good enough reason for you to pick up the phone and be like, hey, is everything good? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And that's what I mean by, like, keeping your family accountable. accountable yeah. Mm-hmm. The same way you hold your friends. True. Let's touch on that because I think... Sometimes it can be very toxic with your family because you think in your mind that you can't cut them off because Mm -hmm. they're your family. And this goes for anyone who's listening. Um, If a family member is being highly fucking toxic to you and you feel like it's starting to affect you, definitely don't just cut them off at first. Try to approach it it. and see where you can go from there. But if it's a continuous thing then absolutely like you may need to just move on Uh, that's okay and love them from a distance love them from a distance that's okay and i think that um when we're talking about toxic friends and this kind of ties into family too Mm -hmm. because family sometimes are your rock and yeah become like that friendship kind of yeah for sure because it's important to note that this myth that has been dispelled that family blood is thicker than water is just not really a thing it's really not and it might be because we're kids of adoption but i've never believed that no me either i just i've never believed that because sometimes family will do you before friends do oh i've seen it so many times Mm. so it be sometimes it be your own family right i've had i've had a family member who is probably should be probably one of like the third closest mother figures in my life not even reach out to me when my father passed yeah and you know and you and you want to think in your head that they didn't mean it but you realize once you start trying to rationalize the bad fucking behavior it's like no i'm not going to try to dissect why you didn't do what you did i had strangers reach out to me it's wrong and so you you have to put it into perspective. Like if this person keeps doing something to you, you need at some point you need to be like, hold on, let's do a mental check. Like how many times have this happened? How many times have we had a conversation about this? Yeah. You know I'm a child of and abandonment, still, like, and you're still, still doing, doing it. it. So you know I think for me it's a learning perspective because um, one thing about me and I mentioned that when I hold on when I when I get close to someone. Um, I try to work shit out even when I know it's toxic because it was so hard for me to even get close to them in the first place. And so that was a hard situation for me to finally be like, I'm done mm-hmm. because we cannot keep nurturing toxic situations. No, There's no space for it. There's no space for it. Uh-huh. So um, like Sana said, that goes into intentions. Yeah, um, you sure know what is. I mean? And I've had a friend too who... She was my first really good friend when I moved to California. And this was the same bitch who was such a fucking hater and posted me in my underwear on Facebook. And I was so drunk because I was young, 18, just graduated. And I really wanted to be grown. And Mm. I was drinking and I was hanging out with my friend who I thought was my friend. And she put me on social media in my panties intentions yeah intentions and like i didn't even know it until sauna came home when i came home i was like girl like what what is what is up with your friends right yeah and so and the signs were definitely there because we got to talk about warning signs Signs, of friends just like there's red flags in relationships there's red flags in friendships friendships. right and i had a lot 
<laughs> I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I've had a lot. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, so now that we're on intentions, I gotta get this out real quick. So I've had a good intention story and about. So I had a friend, and of course, I still love this person. So I'm not going to say her name, but mm-hmm. um, she was living with me, mm-hmm. and this was right around the time I was about to become a flight attendant. So I was about to get rid of my apartment, and um, we were having a little bit of trouble in my apartment. Um, mm-hmm. Like, just small things. Like, one day she saged to my apartment. And <laughs> <laughs> and when I say sage, you know, guys, what I'm talking about. She burned sage in my apartment. And the whole room was, the whole apartment. I lived in a studio, like, loft. The whole loft was smoky. And I thought it was a fire. So I walked in and I'm freaking out. And I'm freaking out on her. And all of my uniforms smell like smoke. And I'm mm. freaking out on her. So we were having small issues like that. And Sana right? would call me. I'm like, you know you got to put her out. You got to put her out, right? <laughs> so it didn't. I didn't end up having to put her out because when I became a flight attendant, they told me I was going to be gone for like a month and a half. So I was like, I'm not going to keep an apartment. And yeah. I don't even know where I'm going to get based. Mm-hmm. So I might even live in San Diego no more. And it was month to month. So I was like, let me just get rid of my apartment. She thought that I made up becoming a flight attendant to get her out of my apartment. Fucking crazy. (laughs) Girl, why would I make this up? But that friendship could have been saved had she knew my intention. Like, she knew my heart. Right. She knew I wouldn't do that to her. And that fucking sucks when you lose a friend like that. Over some bullshit. I'm like, girl, why would I make up getting a job? That don't even make sense. <laughs> Having a friend live with you, though, it's is never thing. easy. It's never easy. But you know what? Yes, I have been not. thinking, because I am single again, and I'm living in my own apartment. I have this friend who I'm like, we should just get a duplex together. Because, mm-hmm. like, she's super cool. Yeah. And I love her So responsible. Dad. So responsible. Mm-hmm. And I think about it all the time. She knows who she is. Tiki Punch. Mm-hmm. And I just always think about, like, oh, maybe we should just get a duplex together, because, like, we're both in our stage in our life where that would probably work. Yeah. But... I had such a bad experience, experience with yeah. this friend, and scarred. I love this friend too much to yeah. lose her, so I'm like, I can't go through and that And, like, again. you weren't even roommating, like no! I did with my best friend. And she wasn't even my roommate. I need to understand. <laughs> I had my own place. I was working two jobs, and she was a single mother, and I just couldn't stand seeing her in her situation, so I invited her to stay with me so she could figure out. I wasn't charging her rent. Right. That's when you know you love somebody. Yes. Because I wasn't charging her rent. I just wanted her to use every dime she got so she can get, so on, her she could get on her feet and yeah. get her own place. And I just asked for, like, basic things, and yeah. it just wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would already... Dorothy, you remember, I was struggling. You were. I was barely paying my own rent. Right. And I still let her live with me rent-free. Like like we said in episodes before, mm-hmm. like I will struggle right. know, to make sure somebody else is straight. So I was working two jobs, two part-time jobs, barely paying my rent, letting her stay there rent-free. Yeah. And I was putting the groceries in the house. Yeah. And you think that I would make up becoming a flight attendant just to get you out? It's yeah. literally so fucking crazy. And like... I and it was fucked up because I helped Sana move that day and Terrell yes. and, and we were getting mad dog. Yes. <laughs> one time on twitter and she was invited me to lunch and at the time again i was a flight attendant yeah and i was like we'll figure it out like we'll figure out a time to meet and we just never meet up so i lost that friend mm-hmm. not because she was toxic because of a toxic like mentality mm-hmm. she couldn't believe i wouldn't do that to her yeah, yeah. and you, and I, you gotta know your friend's heart and it's crazy because Sana's friend, are, well, she's actually all of she's our friends. She's actually all of our friends. She was a mother. Yeah. And I went through the same situation, but mine wasn't toxic. Yeah. And I'm blessed for that. And she's yeah. actually one of my best friends. And I was there for her, totally supported her. Because when I say this is a type of friend that I could be under a rock or missing on social media or on a clint, and, and she will you. look for me. Yeah. She almost reminds me like of our birth, like our or how our birth mom used to be. Yeah. Like she will find me she will text me and try to figure out and what's going on so you know when she was in need and it was time for me to return the favor i was so happy about her living with me yeah. and i didn't want to charge her shit yeah because yeah. i i always remembered how people did our mom and so i'm like this is my chance to redeem yeah you know what i mean yeah. and it was such a good situation 
And she ended up getting on her feet and being in the best possible situation. And I'm just so grateful for that. But Sana's situation taught me a lot. Because you need to make sure that before you even invite someone into your space that you're like, you know, because Sana's situation happened really fast. She got her place and then she became a flight attendant and then she was out. So I don't know if she was thinking it was going to be a long term situation, but Sana's not even a year lease type of chick. Like I was shocked when she did that in that one spot. You are always a month to month type of person. Every I've ever had or a situation I've ever had has been a month to month situation. I'm flighty like that. And then... Real quick before we get off the toxic friends and we transition, I want us all to say some of your basic rules about friendships. Mm-hmm. And one of mine is you have to understand that I might not want to go everywhere, but I always want to be invited. Oh, can you tell me why? Because okay. I'm the friend who doesn't give a yeah. fuck if well, I'm invited. I don't care. <laughs> but I don't care. Okay, because like, okay, it depends on the situation. Right. It depends on the situation. Now, if you want to dinner with some people, I don't need to be invited to that. Right. Like, I don't need to be invited right. to that. But, like, people always tell me when they become friends with me, not my old friends who know how I am, mm-hmm. but, like, my new friends when I get, like, I'll say this, my airport friends. So, y'all mm-hmm. out there, y'all know who y'all is. Mm-hmm. They would always be, like, they always call me flaky because they would invite me places and I wouldn't come. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I would have to explain to them, like, sometimes I'm one of those people, like, I'm an introvert, so sometimes people suck energy from me. Yeah. So, like, sometimes... I don't be in the mood to be around people. Uh-huh. So it has nothing to do with you. Uh-huh. And But, like, sometimes I do want to be around people. So if it's something, so if there's something you want me to be at, get off and, like, invite me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying invite me to everything. I'm saying if there's something you would like me to be at, mm-hmm. even though you think I might not go, you should still invite me. That's true. Because sometimes I might not go, but sometimes I will go, and it has nothing to do with you. It's just that... If I gotta work, like sometimes I'm this person too. Like if I gotta ask who's gonna be there, I don't want to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's true. So sometimes it's like those situations. So that's one of my friendship things. If you're trying to become friends with me, or you're like, "Sana's so flaky, she don't go nowhere, she don't do nothing." Just understand that most of the time it has nothing to do with you. It's just that it don't be the vibe for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like one of my things. What about you, Steph? For me, it's literally like just being there. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, like, you guys know how I am. I go hard for my friends. Mm-hmm. Sana, you're the same way. And Dorothy, I feel like you're starting to kind of become that with the friends you call. Your yes. Friends. The core group of friends. Yeah. And so, like, if I go hard for you, expect I expect that in return. And that's because, like, if I'm winning, you're winning as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like... I guess that comes down to loyalty as well, yeah. too, because yeah. that's just what I, that's all I want to be a friend. I mean, that's all I would want as far as having a friendship with me. Okay, and what's something that people need to know if they want to be your friend? Um, that I am the protector friend out of, and even yes. in with my sisters yes. and with my friends. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me something someone did to you that really hurt you just because you forgave them don't yeah please don't think that i I will yeah because i've been in a lot of situations like that where we would be back around someone and i'm just like i i know they're not a good person and like i'm never going to trust them yeah Yeah. so be careful what you tell me because i take it very (laughs) fucking seriously Uh, i am the friend I'm the friend out of all my friends that, like, if something goes down, I'm on my way. Like, I'm going to beat this bitch up. I'm going to curse this bitch out. I'm going to check this bitch because I literally feel like all my friends are the nice friends. And we love her for that. Okay. And the last thing I want to do before we get off the friend stuff is something that you want to get better at in friendships. Mm. So, for me, I would say is um, I need to be better at confronting my friends because stuff will happen and yes, I have a better example. Here's a good example. Cause, and you can attach an example to your, when you start talking about, um, I want you guys all to attach an example to the thing you want to get better at. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, recently I had a friend and I felt like she wasn't, like I would show up for her, I would show up for her, show up for her. And recently, like, I called her when I was going through something with my ex and she was the only person I was really talking about it with. Mm-hmm. She went through something similar. Right. And she didn't answer the phone. And she didn't even call me to figure out what I was like calling her <laughs> about or nothing. Mm-hmm. But then she called me a week later for a favor. Mm-hmm. And I... <laughs> what friend is this? <laughs> I'll tell you after. This is the shit I be talking about. So, <laughs> So 
then show up. So then <laughs> I didn't, but I never talked to her about it. We never had this discussion. Like, and so then like something would happen and like I would be irritated, but I didn't say nothing. So now I feel like our friendship is in a weird place because I have this problem I want to talk to her about, yeah, but I never yeah. said anything. Yeah. And now too much time has passed. Yeah. And so now we're just in a weird space and it's just, we- it sucks because she's one of my good friends, mm-hmm. but it's like, you don't know. I don't know how to even address it. Cause you it. felt used. I felt used, but maybe that wasn't her intention. Yeah. And because I know her heart, I know it wasn't Sometimes her people don't even fucking know better. They don't even know that they're you doing it. Them. And you got to tell them. Yeah. So I want to get better at, and th- this isn't just her. Like this has happened in a lot of my friendships. Um, but I just want to get better at like being like, hey, we need to discuss what just happened because it didn't feel good to me. And it doesn't mean I don't want to be your friend anymore, but we need to figure out a way to work this uh-huh. through this. And I'll, I'll tell you, one of my airport friends, she always had a big problem because she said I would just not talk to her mm-hmm. or unfollow her on Instagram. But because yeah. I don't know how to like, like have a conversation. So... Mm-hmm. I wish I could get better at that. What's yours? I have two. I feel like one, um, which I go, I feel like goes hand in hand. I feel like my first one would be communication. Um, just because I feel like sometimes I'm just like whack as fuck with communication with my yeah. friends. And that's not necessarily good because you need a strong communication to yes. have good, solid friendships. friendships. And then also I will have to say that goes hand in hand with communication for me that I need to work on is my delivery yeah, um, some that's, of my friends be like, like that's a good some one. of my friends be like, "Bitch, you didn't have to come at me like that." Yeah, like, yeah, you could have said it differently. Like, and I call you out on that. You do because there's been times that you yeah, know, show your example. That I can show a perfect example. I love you, bitch. You know who you are. You are in South Florida. You are definitely a vibe. Yeah, okay? you one are of your mains. One of my main. So beautiful. Um, so beautiful. Her. You have three beautiful girls and one time it was just kind of went a little left with how I communicated about something for my birthday trip and I remember calling Sana and she was like you wrong you wrong you wrong I told her she was wrong I said she wrong but you wrong I was like what is Stephanie fucking doing But Stephanie has that problem in her relationship, too. I do, and I'm so working on it, guys. So to, like, all my good friends, my best friends, even family members, like, I am trying. That is, like, a work in progress. And uh, But I would have to say just communicating a lot better and working on my delivery because I I think for me now it's, like, my sisters know it used to be hard for me to even speak up. Yeah. So now that it's like I even have like a delivery to give She's you. She's just, it's all about trying to find the balance. And I just need to find the balance and that's kind of where I am with that. So yeah. So mine is, I'm the friend um, who I think my friends think that I'm judgmental. And I, I know that I'm the friend that people don't want to come to with, when they're in a bad spot mm-hmm. because I'm going to, I like the, I like facts and I like results. So I'm yeah. like, what led you to losing your car? <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Like, I, I can't, you I can't, can't break, rub your back. Okay, 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 well, uh-huh, let me tell you again. I'm sorry. I don't want people to misunderstand. Dorothy is the most compassionate person. She really I, know. I am. She, she has trouble with displaying that. Dorothy is the type of person, and I'm just saying, Dorothy, you work on your example. Right? I am. I'm talking about this. Dorothy is the kind of person that she will allow you to come to her one time with a problem. Once. The next time y'all talk, you need to have a solution. Yes. Or she's going to be yes. frustrated because she doesn't want to have the same conversation. Right. More than I've one. literally texted a friend like, why the fuck are you in the club after you just told me that this shit went down with your paycheck? Dorothy is the kind of person. Why are you in the club? Dorothy is the kind of person if you are going to decide to borrow money from Dorothy. Right. You better ask to borrow it. It's, yes. You better ask to have it. Instead of I don't want it back. Because yeah. it could be very problematic for you. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, and no one, and no, and listen, I don't have, like, no one has their life completely together. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, because I've been through so much, I try to be very calculated with every step that, that I so take. So you don't understand people who aren't. No. And so sometimes I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Backpedal. Backpedal, backpedal, back, backpedal. So you said that this nigga didn't want to post you up on Instagram. This is just an example, by the yeah. way. This isn't a real thing. Um, but you want him to take you to the house to meet his mama on Thanksgiving and he told like, you you can't go? Make it make sense. Make it make make sense. sense. Like, I'm 
want you to go through this. <laughs> I'm so stressed out for people. And sometimes I think they withhold certain things for me because they don't want to be and this, judged. See, this, is, this is so crazy because this all ties in. So you will say that, right? Make it yeah. make sense. Sana will have trouble confronting that bitch. Who's yeah. Mad. And I'm the one that's going to be like, well, bitch, you're just fucking stupid. Yeah. 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 And then I'm like, fuck, I yeah. took it too far. Now me, yes, yeah. I'll listen to the story. I'm like, damn. damn. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But I really want to be like, can we talk about this? Yeah. But I don't say Right. That. And then I marry someone who's so fucking practical. And he's yeah. like, no, they Logical absolutely too. not. They yeah. cannot have the money because they'll be in the same situation. And I'm like, and I'd be on the fence. Like, should I give it or mm-hmm. should I not? not. Yeah. So I definitely want to work on that with me because like our mom said in episode five, sometimes people just want to vent. Yeah. They're not I always looking for help. always looking for a solution. Or, re- or a response. And I've always known that. Yeah. I've always been the person that sometimes needs to vent. Yeah. I really don't need help. Oh, Sana's definitely been like, I don't care how you feel, yeah. Dorothy. I just came over here to tell you that this motherfucker doesn't put a dent in my car and I'm pissed off. And I'm like, oh, and I'm, I'm so sorry. I understand that more now with people. So, like, that's why, like, if you notice, I'm But calling. Stephanie, that's why I never understood because you do it so well with me. I know, but I just, I guess you're my sister. So it's, 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 yeah. Like, but with other people, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have time I called Stephanie when I lived in LA for a little bit, and I called, and I was, like, in a real bad spot, and I was calling her, and I cussed her out. She I mean, did. I went off Oh, this her. story's fucked up. And Stephanie was like, okay, and I felt bad. <laughs> right after I cussed her out, I like mid, I mean like five seconds after I hung up in your face, I felt that. horrible. And I called Stephanie back and I said, I really didn't mean all that. She's like, oh, I know. Like, <laughs> you was so calm. Like, Stephanie is one of those people <laughs> that <laughs> I'm so that. fucking jealous of because she can forgive in a nanosecond. last weekend and she cried and I felt like shit because yes. not because she cried but because I knew she would forgive me yeah, like, I was like because that's the end of the day I was like well she's still my sister I still love her even though she's a fucking bitch like <laughs> that's just how I think for me is that I want people I want to leave I, this is weird that I think like this if I die, mm-hmm. I want people to sit, remember those things. Like, like she's Stephanie's just so a nice. good person. Yeah. And that's how I yeah. want to be remembered. Yeah. So. Stephanie is such a good person that I've literally boxed people up. Yeah. that they wanted to yeah. do something to my sister. Yeah, I know that my sister got into a fight with her best friend. And I couldn't even see it as just a fight with her best friend. I ended up, I felt like she attacked her. I ended up... Yeah. No, this was one of your guys' good friends. Oh, I ended yeah, up yeah, hating yeah, her for did. like yeah. 14 years. Yeah. Because... You couldn't understand that friends have fights. No, because no. I... And I will honestly say this. To move segue off of toxic friendships. I have lost some good friendships. Because we would get into a fight and... I couldn't come back from that. I couldn't, and like, and and they would try to be my friend, and I would be like, no, like, I'm done. And that sucks because as much as we're talking about toxic friendships, we also need to be able to identify just a disagreement in a friendship. It doesn't mean it's the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't agree on it. Right. So, I mean, I think that's just going to come with time. And you guys, I swear to God, we will be able to talk about toxic friendships for forever. forever. I'm sure there's plenty more that are coming our way. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're not done. No. So So I think with that being said, it's good to kind of lead into, like, if your man's cheating on you, like. This is good. Perfect. Because we're talking about toxic friends. And some people feel like when you tell them they man is cheating on them, that you're a toxic friend. Oh, my God. Like, your intentions are bad. Terrell. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Let's reset. So, next topic is, if your man is cheating on you, do you want to know? Because we all have had friends. We all had a friend who told us. Yes. Straight up. Yes. Like, she knew she was dating, like, a bum. Yes. She knew. And she told us out of her own mouth, if you see him cheating, do not Not tell tell me. me. Bitch! But now that I'm looking back, I respect that so much more. Than someone who wants to know when I tell them and then they're mad at me. Yeah, because I told one of a, a good friend of mine in the past that I saw her nigga up in the club fucking cheating and then he fucking texted me calling me stupid bitches and shit. And this bitch was back in the bed with him the next fucking bitch week. Is me. I lost a whole last friend. We're best friends again now. But like, I remember when I heard things that her man supposedly said about me. Yeah. 
I confronted her about it. Right. And uh, it it went left. Like a year of y'all like, like a year. Right. And uh, so, yeah. I just But I'm glad that out. happened to you guys earlier in your friendship because it, now you're in a place in your friendship where she knows it's coming from a good place. A good place. Yeah. 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 There's so much love there There's now. There's so much love yeah. there now, but at the time, I was like, she I think it's also important to highlight how well you're friends with this friend before you tell them. You have to... It has to be a strong unit. Check the temperature sure. of your yeah. friendship. You need to check Read the, the room. Okay. Read the room. And I'm working on that, too, because whoo, I used to not read the room, and I used to just tell you, like... Yeah. So I had one friend who I told her her mail was cheated on her. Or I didn't even know if it was her man. Because they were in one of those, like, talking situations. Yeah. yeah. Which I can't wait till we talk about that episode. But nothing was, like, But you don't know where you at. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I, I should have checked the temperature of their relationship. Before yeah. Before I told her. But I told her, and I remember telling my auntie, one of my aunties, that um, I told my friend. And she said, girl, you so goddamn dumb. And I was <laughs> like, what? I was like, why? I was supposed to tell her. And she was like, you definitely were not. You have to check the temperature of that relationship. Be right. Like that. Because I told my friend, she told her man, and he stopped talking to me. Yeah. And they still went yeah. on. Yeah. And the thing is, I was friends with him before her. And you know what? And he stopped talking to me. It was so fucked up when I seen on Insta. Um, no, it wasn't Instagram. It was Facebook at the time that they like posted up a picture together. And because I'm like, what the fuck? Like she and she was talking big shit on the phone, like fuck that nigga. I'm fucking done. All this bullshit, and I didn't expect her to be done. I just didn't expect her to get back so quick. <laughs> like, like, and hold on, you never tell where you get the information. Y'all have got to stop dry snitching. So if your friend comes to you and tells you about your man and she got proof and you know this friend has good intentions, she not on some hater shit because there do be hater miserable friends. No, yes. Those toxic friends do exist. Yes, they do. But if you know your friend is not that type of person, she just wants to see you happy. Yeah. And it's coming from a good place. Do not tell your man. Yeah. Right. If, if you're the type of bitch that you know you're not going to leave. Do not tell your man where you we got, got that the information from. It's not fair. Vibe with her. No. Ever. Oh, it'll like make her. it so I, I, I had a situation where I had a boyfriend and um this motherfucker ended up getting uh well, I don't even know if we were boyfriends. Okay, a boyfriend or girlfriend. And we were just definitely vibing, right? Uh-huh. We were hanging out, we were vibing, doing some things, and a homegirl totally texted me a picture saying that um his ex-girlfriend was pregnant on social media and that's how I found out and um he started going through like her friends list and seeing if we were mutual friends he wanted to know like where did she get this information from bottom line he ended up finding out where I got the information from through another hate ass friend who said something about it and he was not even mad at me. This is a toxic nigga. He was mad at the friend. friend. And I'm like, that was a realization for me that um, so if, if a man does that and they get mad at the homegirl more than they get mad at you, they just, they're mad that they're caught. Yes. They're mad that they know someone that knows how you move. Ooh, and they know we see through the bullshit. And just to make it very clear, we were not speaking after that anymore because I was not. And he, he, some niggas will put you in a position like it's the friend or it's, or it's me. Or it's me. Some, actually, some weird. I have to tell my friend, like, girl, I'm praying for you. He's praying on you. Period. It's like it's different. Like I really am trying to make. If you're happy with him, be happy. Yeah. I want you to have all the facts. Yes. So you're not living in a fairy tale land. Right. Or just come to me straight up like our gossips did and be like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I also do low-key feel bad for the people who don't want to know. Okay, so I remember Toni Braxton saying to one of her sisters. Oh, oh, oh I got yeah, this quote. She was, I'm pulling it up Yeah, now. she was like. She was like, never ask about the other woman or you will become the other, other woman. woman. Yeah. And it's so true because if you ask about the other woman. And you don't do anything about it. Yeah. Now you're the other woman because you know about her and you're you're staying. Right. So I think that's just like the power quote of ever. Like if you're. And I actually had a boyfriend say this to me. And now I'm glad he did because now I understand what he was saying. Like if you don't plan on leaving, you might as well let him cheat in peace. 
Because all you're doing is stressing yourself out. It's true. Yeah, it's like, true. you might as well, if you don't plan on leaving, right. let him cheat in peace. Right. There's, like, no reason to interfere with that at all. Because the only thing you're going to do is just create more stress for yourself. Yeah. And it's just, you shouldn't do it. I also feel like snooping, like, like... And this goes hand in hand too. Um, what Sana said, as far as like, if you don't plan on leaving, um, don't stress yourself out. But also, ladies, don't do the snooping either. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I remember that I snooped through a boyfriend's phone and I found nothing. It was actually the opposite. And I felt like, because I was listening to a lot of friends and stuff, mm-hmm. and they actually were right, he ended up being a cheater. But I remember one time he went to sleep and I went through his phone and I actually found nothing. And I realized at that moment in my life that he was just smart. <laughs> he was cheating. He was cheating. It just wasn't on his cell phone, baby. It was literally in the DMs. You know yeah. what I mean? So I also feel like um, cheating also goes with vibes. If you feel it, that your aura is off I or some, something's off. You sometimes, I, And I hate to say this, I always just feel like sometimes it's like how you're raised because... Like, literally, our cousin came to me one time and was like, oh, uh, your dude that you're feeling, he's with somebody else. And I took it at face value. Like, I know her intentions are good. Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't get mad at her. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, act weird with her. Our cousin, Mm -hmm. who we're close in age with, we called her on three-way and told her one time that her man was, like, the guy she was feeling or talking to was it. And she took it good. Mm -hmm. She didn't think we were hating on her. Yeah. That's just, that's just how our family is. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't think like that. Yeah. So sometimes I'd be like, maybe they was raised to think that the single friend is hating on them. Mm-hmm. That's just like a myth I want to dis- debunk. Right. It's no, and, not true. But do you ever feel like when a friend did tell you something, they were hating? Because I've had that experience. When they were happy to tell me. Yeah. Like some people Oh, happy I think about that. Yeah. When people oh, are. They tell you, they tell you some bullshit. I always know it's coming from a good place when they don't even want to tell me. They just hate that they're in this uncomfortable situation. Because I've been in a situation where I don't even want to tell this person this. Right. But I just have to for the strength of our. Oh, wait. I got a life lesson. Um, one of my friends who I'm really good friends with and she doesn't live here. She lives in a different state and we've been friends since Gompers Mm -hmm. and her high school sweetheart. They were, I thought they were broken up and I knew they were having problems Mm -hmm. and he was dating my friend's friend. Yeah. So not even a close person to me. Yeah. And I didn't tell her because I thought that they were like on and off. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really tell her. She took me to ice cream one day. And she told me that it broke her heart. Like, mm. she looked at me different. Oh. And we had to reset our whole friendship from that moment. I hate that. Now we're friends, like, best friends. I've been mm-hmm. to all, almost, almost every graduation she's had. I'm like, we're really good friends. I love her. She's my soul sister. But at that moment, and that happened maybe, like, 10 years ago, that was the first time we ever had to reset our friendship. Because she, I didn't understand why she was upset. I was told not to tell people about their man. Yeah. At that time, that that's what made me start telling my friends about their man. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I never want to be in this situation again. I, she was so hurt that I didn't tell her. But I was like, girl, he was like, I was like, my bad. I just owned it. I mean, just to start closing this out, we can all say our things. And yeah. we're, let's all say where we're at with it as I far as how we that. feel. Me, personally... I am in a stage right now where I literally, all my friends and even close coworkers, because that's a whole nother different set, you know, mm-hmm. close coworkers who become your friends. Yeah. I feel people stressed now. And I realize that as an adult. And I have a lot of reservations about some of the people my friends date and they're with. And I just rather not say anything anymore. Because I just feel like we're all getting older and it's just, it's never going to be a time when it's appropriate unless they bring that shit to me. You know what I mean? So I'm at a stage now where it's like, if she don't care about the way he acts and the way he moves, then like, honestly, I don't fucking care. So at right now I'm saying, no, you don't tell your friends about their man. Um, I'm at a place where I'm checking the temperature. Mm-hmm. Like I've recently, maybe in the last five years, had one friend who my man I was dating at the time told me something about mm-hmm. just pillow talking told me something yeah about 
her man mm-hmm. and how he feels about her and what he was out there doing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell her because I checked the temperature of that relationship. Right. And there was worse things he had did that she didn't leave him for. Right. So I knew that me bringing her this information would only make her uncomfortable around me mm-hmm. and make him uncomfortable around me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't fit to risk my friendship. It wasn't worth it. So you're in the middle. I'm in it the middle. It just depends. It depends. On the situation. In that situation, he had did way worse things than what I had just learned. And she still stayed. So I wasn't going to shake up my friendship for that. And then I've had mm-hmm. recent other things where I've had friends who are like, tell me. Right. If he walks a mile outside of our radius, tell me. So I'll tell them. <laughs> but I'm in the middle where I'm checking the temperature. Steph, what, I'm so curious, curious to hear about like, you because you're, you're that at? bitch. You're that right. You're the bitch we bitch. send in to tell anybody, anybody anything, girl. So what are you telling your friends? I feel like I know you guys want to hear that, like, I would tell them. Because <laughs> I just don't believe that you wouldn't. Like, but Stephanie's the type to walk up to your man. And be like, I see, I heard what the fuck like, you're doing. You know, like, to be honest, I want to be clear. Because it wouldn't even be just friendships for me. It would be people's fucking marriages. Like, yeah. Oh, I know. I, I wouldn't she holds no boundaries. <laughs> and I know marriage is supposed to really be between him and her and her and him. But I don't give a fuck. If you're out there doing wrong, you're going to know about it. Yeah. But I'm starting to come more towards the middle because sometimes it's just I know not my place. Even if I know I want to so bad, I just, I guess I'm like Sana, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I guess I kind of got to read the situation. I got to read the situation. And, and, and that, I'm also the ride or die and, friend. And, and, I'll and that's only because how many people, especially that you guys know friends of mine. Yeah, that have been through bullshit and bullshit and bullshit with guys. And if you think about it, either they're I hate it, I hate it, or it took something crazy, um, crazy to happen. Yeah, yeah. for them to finally leave. And you guys know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now I'm at that point. Like if you love it, I love it. But if it gets to the point, this is where I will be up front. Mm-hmm. If it gets to the point where I feel like it's out of line and like my friend is really truly hurting, I'm gonna fucking. That's fair. Something. That's fair. Yeah, I can't. Like you're not gonna sit here and be doing your shit, and my per- my my friend is. That's like, totally fair. And I agree with that. You, you're married, and Stephanie, you're in a long relationship, so this isn't probably happened to you guys as much. But I'm always the single friend in most of my friendships, mm-hmm. and I hate coming off as a hater. So yeah. I just don't be liking to say nothing. But it's funny that Sana says that because I was just telling her I come off as a snobby friend now. And I come yeah. as as the one like, oh, well, bitch, okay, you've been with this person for so long, but like you're still not married so you like i feel like I like, like you both. can't say nothing. yeah i can't i can't say nothing but then i can say something it's weird and like, i'm I mean, get those i'm the vibes. friend now where people are like oh well you're married so you wouldn't understand oh, as I, if uh, i didn't experience like, like just there. a winding fucking swear, road like with my husband that does happen for me the marriage thing like I need you to understand that I'm still going to be that same bitch. And I like, need you that's to, not going to change. Yeah, and I need you, you know? to, for me, if you want to be my friend, you need to draw it in the line. Tell me in the beginning what you want from this friendship. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm the type to take a picture if you want it. Yeah. But you got to let me know. Yeah. And you know, you already heard. If you don't tell, if you don't bring it to me, then I I'm not going to say anything. Nothing. Okay? I just, I, I don't like it. But yes, I am the friend who wants to know if her man is cheating. Because I'm going to be his ass. Or I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out either way. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> me and Dorothy are a little, like, crazy in that sort. Because don't play me. Because I'm very nice. Can we like, actually tell a funny story that happened with oh Stephanie? Dorothy would never let this go. Because this story was so funny. This is when I realized that Sana when Stephanie was this bitch. One of my sister's boyfriends <laughs> was on Facebook. And he was talking to a woman who we now know is a lesbian. Yeah, so we didn't bad. even know. So this is a bad, this is really bad. This is how power three get down. This is how power three gets down. I see him say, ooh, sexy, okay, <laughs> to the girl. Because she posted a picture. And I call Sana. I'm like, Sana, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> Stephanie's man is on Facebook telling other women in the Facebook community that she's sexy. Sana's like, oh, Show me the picture. I said it's By already in. It's yeah, already in your message. message. By the time Dorothy had hung up the phone with me the first time, I had the girl social. Yeah, playing. <laughs> she was living the work thing. 
We called Stephanie on three-way, and we were like, Stephanie, we got to tell you something. something. Oh, what's three-way? Because I just I was quiet. I told her I knew her song. I couldn't do it. Funny. And I said, Stephanie, me and Dorothy found something. (laughs) And she was like, well, what'd you find? Spit it out. She was so calm and scary. That's why I scare myself. She gets so calm. She's like, no, she's psych all the love. She's like, and I was telling her, she was like, mm-hmm. Oh. What's her name? Oh. Oh, okay. Bang! Bang! Get in here! So I said, oh my gosh, she's confronting him. We on the phone. We on the phone. She confronted him. And, and my boyfriend at the time, and Dorothy's husband at the time said, we told you her. To mind your, your motherfucking business. business. And I was like, I couldn't mind my I, business. You have to I understand. Stephanie was like, Stay right here on the phone. So, so right I want you to, I, I want you to tell, wanted, say her I name. Want, so you like, say her name and say the information. <laughs> and I was like, please don't, Morti- don't make me, don't make me. Mortified. And Tony was like, stay on the motherfucker. Because the thing for me is. <laughs> Relationships are going to have their ups and downs. They are. Cheating's going to probably happen. It, for a it, lot it, of it people, might. Yeah. You know, infidelity for marriage. Yeah. We're um, not saying to put up. They're with not. It, but no. it might happen. What I'm saying is, and he knows this. Do not disrespect me in these streets. That's where it comes yeah. down to. Mm-hmm. I do not yeah. want to be the fucking clown. If you are doing that, let's talk about it. Like, right. see if and, I can. And it turned out that. he really wasn't doing, really anything. Wasn't doing but anything. But it was just the fact that, like, don't play me like that. Yeah. Right. I need that to be very but clear. Sammy's about that life. I don't. Play I would have never confronted right. him like that. I'm not gonna fucking. It was a clear about it. case. Like, don't know about it. it was a clear case of me and Sana needing to mind our <laughs> fucking business. <laughs> great to feel that because that just goes to show you how our connection is and like right but definitely we were saying your response was not normal most people most women their heart would drop yeah and they would need to process she i'm not saying that she, it probably didn't but i didn't give a fuck at no, the moment at that stephanie moment, is a straight shooter out. she's going straight like, into war spear first and, and then i start getting sad because he said your sisters i never fucking like liked me, me. <laughs> Minding my fucking business <laughs> so mm-hmm. you guys know how we feel about it we're so excited about power hour because we Please, get power hour is an interactive kind of i thing. love so it let us know love how it. you feel which kind of friend are you a toxic friend do you want to know, know if your man is cheating yeah let us I know. know we're gonna post a trailer of this and we want to hear your guys's responses below yeah. after you guys hear this um this new podcast yeah we love you guys so much we guys we hope you guys are having a great day and like i said if you listen to it in the middle if you are looking for a sign to travel go no. whether you're alone or you're with friends yeah. and if you are thinking about whether or not you should tell your homegirl that her man is cheating listen to all three of our all perspectives, perspectives. Yeah. and see what and one works for you see which one works for you? And if you're a toxic friend, find ways to get untoxic. Yeah, exactly. And if you have a toxic friend, you need to evaluate if that relationship's worth saving. Right. Either way, enjoy the podcast. Blessings and bullshit. Blessings and bullshit. Love you guys. Peace out.